Welcome to episode 17 of Lunch Beers. Today is Wednesday, November 3rd, and the Atlanta Braves are your World Series champions. I just want to shout them out real quick to say thank you for saving America from the Houston Astros. The Tra Astros. We'll, we'll get to more of that later, of course. Um, you know what we're starting? Some office talk. I got a story for you guys. Let me hear it. Okay, so Sunday, this past Sunday was Halloween, you know, whatever. I went trick-or-treating with my nieces, um, you know, trying to have a good time with the family. Uh, I ended up drinking a lot of IPAs on Sunday without eating breakfast. Uh, so I'm probably, I don't know, 10 IPAs deep at this point. Um, I'm snacking a little bit, you know, I'm eating chips and dip. Uh, didn't really have a solid meal. And then the candy comes and I probably ate like a ton of candy. And then at the end of the day, I get home and I wash it all down with McDonald's. Ugh. I got a, I got a medium. <laughs> I got, listen to this. I got a medium number one, my go-to. Um, uh, Big Mac, uh, some uh, some Orange Fanta. Decided to switch it up. Um, washed that all down and went to sleep. I woke up in the middle of the morning my in a cold sweat, right? My body was sweating. <laughs> My body was sweating and it felt like I had 115 degree fever. I thought I was dying. I run. I jump out of bed and I'm talking a full jump. I got a king size bed. I jump from the top of the bed all the way to the floor. I run to the bathroom. Next thing you know, I'm I'm dry heaving. I'm gagging. I think I have to take a shit. I'm on the toilet thinking diarrhea is about to come out. I'm like seconds away from waking up Allie to tell her to take me to the emergency room. <laughs> I never felt a pain like this in my stomach before, bro. In my life, you're pushing dirty. You gotta chill. I know. I know. Eliminate right your body's well-being with that stuff. I didn't eat like a regular meal all day, right? So all I had was beer, candy, and McDonald's. That's awesome, dude. I was I. Uh, so I had crazy thoughts going through my head. I was like, should I call 911? <laughs> I think someone poisoned a candy in their neighborhood. I should alert the police. I should call oh the cops God. and tell them. I thought I was dying. What'd you get from McDonald's? Uh, medium number one. Oh man, not Big so Mac, even go orange crazy. Fanta. Jesus. Sidebar, yeah. Jared, I had the ghost pepper nugs, dude. Shit my brains yeah, out for those, two days. Those will get, no, yeah. but you guys were just shitting your brains out. I thought I was dying. Yeah. Yeah. Your you body ever, was about to take a uh, screenshot yeah. with the vomit. And, I you was, know. I'm telling you, like I, I really thought I needed to go to the emergency room. Have my you God. ever had diarrhea and vomited at the same time? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Yo, which one? Which one do you get in the toilet? Yeah, the poop, and then you hold the bucket while you're shitting, or you just aim for the bathtub. Yeah, dude, I've done that once too. Oh it was like spring break, just take a shower. So, like, so yeah, my, yeah, but then I talked myself off the ledge, forced myself to go back to sleep, and I was perfectly fine Monday morning. Wow, it was it was a roller coaster, sugar rush, the heat of vomiting, dude. It's just you have to pull the trig, man. Speaking oh. of Halloween, what, what? Let's go. Let's go. Top three candies. Ooh, you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Friend. Okay, I'll go. Um, in no particular order, I'm just gonna do a top. That's three. fine. I'm gonna go Sour Patch, Reese's Cups, Twix Bar. Okay, um, Hershey Bar because I I love just Hershey's chocolate, dude. This is like a childhood thing. Um, <laughs> behind thing. behind that, uh, I'm gonna go Airheads, and then. After that, it's uncommon, but 100 gram bars. Have you ever what? had one of those? Yes. Oh, I've never had one in my life. I've never Crazy. even heard of that. Legendary. It's like top number. No it's number one for me. Ugh. Old school. All right. Yeah. 
dude, your selections are like what you find in your grandparents' like coffee table. <laughs> um, number one, Reese's pumpkins. Number three, Reese's pumpkins, and number two, Reese's pumpkins. <laughs> I love how you went one, three to two as well. <laughs> Chaos. Um, okay, so number three for me has to be um, Hershey's with almonds. Also love Hershey's Nicks, and I thank you. You know me, I love nuts, so nice. big nut guy. Um, number two, Kit Kat. You know, give me a fucking break. Love Kit Kats. And then number one, I mean, the salt and the swat, the Bambino, baby roof. Can't go wrong with a good baby roof, man. That's solid. That's funny that you brought up Airheads because Sunday, that's like the majority of candy. I was just crushing Airheads. That's like a nostalgia candy for me. I wish we could have got like, stop. a camera inside your body just to see what was going dude, on with all that I, coagulation. Yeah, it was crazy. It's like the episode of SpongeBob in his brain, dude. Just freaking out the I can't entire remember time. My name, <laughs> yeah, right? We don't have any proteins, dude. That's nuts. Yo, how about this? So I was, um, I'm, I'm at my parents for Halloween, and I'm, I'm watching some football, and we have a little Boston Terrier. His name's Mando. He's a nut job. So, um, I would like. So we have like our, our basement door. My dad's giving out candy in the garage. So like the basement door, there's a there's like a little, um, you know, just like a walkway from there to the garage, like two feet, dude. So. I hear the thing go off. I didn't know he was out out there giving candy. So like, I open the door to go out to like give these kids candy. Um, and dude, the kid has a dog on like a ten foot leash, and my dog just like as soon as I open the door because he's so fast and small, like almost takes me out, runs and just starts attacking this dog. And this kid's getting pulled around on this giant <laughs> leash in the yard while my dog's like trying to like play with the other dog. And like this kid's freaking out because he can't tell like the dogs are just playing. Like he thinks that my dog's like trying to attack the other one. Like he's a little guy, you know, he's not the other dog was way bigger would have ate him in one bite. But like I'm trying to like dip and like pick my dog up. So the other dog will start running. Around. Yeah, it was absolutely mayhem. This poor kid in the pizza, little pizza costume, his his pizza costume turned from just pepperoni to you know having some anchovies and, and mushrooms on it because he was just all dirty it was so sad dude halloween's low-key awesome for like adults and older people because all the kids doing like funny ass shit and they're like cute little costumes yeah it's awesome and you just drink dude. the whole time yeah i was just slugging <laughs> beers while these kids are just stumbling over their costumes you know I love America, don't, dude. don't you wish there was like an adult halloween like a legitimate one i was at one on saturday mm -hmm. night where, where they just <laughs> hand you like a bag of drugs at the door oh <laughs> man getting real Drug big guy I mean, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, Advil, <laughs> ibuprofen. Are you, you know, supposed, to go, are you supposed to go through this world sober? Tums, caffeine, <laughs> yeah. oh, some Dramamine, maybe a little oh Benadryl. Oh my god, uh, Jared, I uh, heard you got to do a fight at, <laughs> oh, yeah. at a pretty nice restaurant. Yeah, what was so, that about? Um, so I went to Oak last Thursday, um, in in Easton. Amazing food, absolutely incredible. Five star steak. Our bill was like two hundred and forty bucks. So. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big, you know, olive martini guy with a, with a nice cut of steak. And so I'm in the middle of my meal and I'm about halfway through my second martini and, you know, I got to pee real quick to make some room so I can finish these mashed potatoes. And so I walk upstairs, I'm, I'm waiting in line for the men's room and there's me, another guy. And then there's like two ladies waiting for the ladies room. Well, the, a man comes out of the men's room and like, I go to like walk go to the room and this lady just cuts me off and walks into the men's room and i was like so i'm i'm mad because one i'm a little buzzed two i'm hungry right and she because she's done with her like she's done done with her stuff right and i'm like in, trying to get back down before the rest of my steak gets cold so 
she comes out and I'm just like, what the fuck? You know, like imagine, could you imagine if I, I, this is what I said to her and I was like pretty nice. Like I didn't mean to be an asshole. I just kind of wanted to like let her know like that wasn't cool. Um, because you know, like it says men on there for a reason. Um, or maybe it doesn't, I don't know because we have 90 degree arm guy in charge now. So nothing matters, (laughs) but she, I was just like, imagine if I cut off two women to go walk into the woman's room and then I walked out, like how problematic that would be for me as a, as, as a man. And she, so she has the audacity to just follow me down the steps, screaming at me, calling me an asshole. And then, like, I'm, sh- I-, I go back to my table. I'm trying to sit down and eat food, and she like gets all up in my face, and it's just like, oh, the owner said I couldn't this and that, and I'm like, okay, like I don't care, but but she she cut in front of you to yeah. get to go like into you just the, cut me off. Like it doesn't go, matter if the owner said you can go use the men's room. The men's room. Yeah, there's two men waiting for it. Like you're you're obviously just a narcissist. Like you're not. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's not even like the uh, the bathroom situation. It's more or less just being a dick and cutting lines. Yeah. And then she's like Grow talking up. to my girlfriend like I'm, you know what I mean? She's like, good luck, honey. Like, I'm a dickhead. Like, uh, excuse me. Like, what? Because, you know what I mean? You know for a fact that that person, that if I did that and cut her off to go in the woman's room, like, seriously, what would have been said to me? It would be terrible. Dude. I'd be speaking, canceled. Speaking of dickheads, we got... Ralph on the mic. Damn. I almost said Damn. Mike. I was fucking mean. I, I almost said Mike. I almost said Mike. Why on would the you Ralph. call the guy that makes us sound so good a dickhead? It's definitely not the first time it's, being called, it's, and it's probably it's not going to be the last time. One I've ever you know, seen. You know what it is? Just like my dog, he's got little guy syndrome, dude. He Yikes. just thinks he's way tougher than he is. <laughs> I am, dude. Oh no! I'll beat all of you up in Please an imaginary do. fight. Oh man! So yeah, Ralph, uh, you just left your job. I did. Tell What's us up, about man? it. Congratulations. Pretty pretty stoked. Thank you. I'll take that round of applause. Um, one cubicle job to a remote cubicle job for 2x the salary. Can't beat it. I know my employer, sorry, previous employer is listening. By all means, you want to match it, you have my number. But yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I can't wait, man. Um, oh God, literally when I clock into work on Monday... Like, I pick up the phone, and I'm instantly 2x richer. It's just nicer knowing that, like, mm-hmm. I don't got to, like, sweat out bills monthly, you know, on a month-to-month basis. It's nice. It's a good feeling. I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, so yeah. how was the process of leaving? It's very fast. Um, like, I feel like uh, the whole two-week thing isn't a, a thing anymore. Oh, no, right? it doesn't exist um, at all. Um, yeah. two, two weeks, try two hours. Um, <laughs> I notified that I was going to be, you know, I got an offer, and I was going to take it on... Monday evening before I clocked out and no later than like the day after, like Tuesday afternoon, I was uh, saying goodbye to people. So yeah, um, when when I left my job, it was like that day. Yeah, I don't. Much, they, yeah. And like I worked from home, so there was no like walking down to the bottom floor. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to mail you a box to send us our laptop back, which I guess in, it is what it is. Right. But I don't, I don't think two week notices or that sort that sort of courtesy even really matters anymore yeah. and on the flip side of it then i wish i would have done a dickhead move and taken my 40 plus hours of sick time to really stick it to the man but you know it is what it is um i'm pumped what i lack for in sick hours i'm definitely going to make salary up wise and i'm pretty it's fully remote dude yeah i, can't. I mean well when you when you left though how how was you know not only the higher ups but like how was I guess the vibe, you know, between like, you know, the managers and their, you know, their bosses and like how, like, how was all that like? Oh, I mean, they obviously, 
I don't know, and I, I'm not going to sit here and say that the organization I worked for prior, and I'm still not going to announce it until everybody either A, leaves or gets fired or whatever the situation is, but they obviously want you to stay, right? I don't think they want uh, anybody to leave because they spend the time, the training, things like that. You understand the product, things, you know, if you bring a certain amount of money in, like they don't want you to leave. The process of leaving was more along the lines of them explaining like what I'm going to be missing out on in the culture to which my response is, you know, culture doesn't pay the bills. I can give two fucks about culture. Um, so, but culture is a big piece, which if you look of at my how HR. they try to get you to stay. Yeah, and if you look at my record with HR, you can clearly tell that <laughs> culture is not something that I could give two shits about. So, What, what do you think, uh, what would you have changed on your exit? Like, what? Do you, how do you think companies should approach this nowadays, especially with, like, such a, a labor shortage, et cetera? Oh, hey, but, Ralph, we'll just match the salary and keep you because you're <laughs> actually a hard-ass worker. I don't think that's the way it is anymore. It's more churn and burn, especially at the low end of the tonal poles. Totally agree, especially, leaves, in, especially in the sales world. It, yeah. It's 100% in the sales world. It's just churn and burn. That's yeah, all it is You now. leave, there's 10, 12, 30 of them waiting at the door Joe because Schmoe they want the job. Exactly, fresh out of college. I'm 28, turning 29 this month. I'm trying to like build a life that like yep. gets me paid. Simple as that, right? And, I love selling. Selling is great. I'm going to another sales role, so it's, it's in the same exact industry too, which is great. Um, the competitor, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but it's fun, right? I, the organization's going to be missed. Awesome time there. Definitely taught me what I needed to learn in regards yeah. to sales, and I definitely know I'm going to excel in this uh, new 2x salary oh, uncapped commission we're, opportunity. We're hyped for you. Yeah, I know you are. One last thing, um, but you know, before we stop, well, before we move on, you want me to say something dirty? No, about no, it, no, no, no. Poor Ralph. No, you just want me to say something dirty? No. If you had like one piece of advice to give someone in your position, what would it be? Don't you sell know, yourself like short. Before you tell your company that you're leaving. So like you're looking for a job, you're looking for a new job. Um, you know, you're in that position right now. You don't have anything set yet, but you're looking. One piece of advice. I would say, and I feel like it's so cliche and cheesy, but know your worth. Um, especially as a salesman, if you're a good salesman, and I would like to consider myself a good salesman. Um, and especially in relationships, right? And it goes to show it because I still have partners emailing me like, dude, where are you going? Dude, can't believe you're leaving. So if you know your worth while you're doing it, don't sell yourself short when speaking to other people. Every conversation I've had with a recruiter was like, this is where I'm currently valued at, at other organizations. If you can't at least see that right now, we're not going to have a conversation. And most of the time they're like, all right, well, this is where it can go. Let's at least sit down and have the conversation. And that's exactly how every single conversation went with recruiters. But I kind of just knew the worth, right? If you're bringing a quarter of a million dollars to an industry and you're making like one eighth of that, what justifies a salary, right? Like, and that's just yep. start doing numbers, break it down and just understand like if you're pulling those kind of numbers, then you should be paid more. Yeah, no, I I, take. I I totally agree. And that was extremely well put. At the end of the day, no matter how much of your job can be, you know, burn and churn, the relationships at the mm -hmm. end of the day is what matters. Oh, yeah. Still. Yep. No matter how much, you know, how, how big of the company you work for is or how small, at the end of the day, that's what truly matters. And, and it's bittersweet. That was extremely well put. It's bittersweet getting those emails from my partners yeah. that like I've closed like deals with. Well, yeah, because you did build those relationships with them. Yeah, it's tough because yeah. they're like, dude, can't. It's like, yeah, man, I wish I could like take you with me too because yeah. we had some like awesome convos, like life convos, not just yeah. work convos. But you know, if you're in business, 
you don't really make friends in business, right? You just make colleagues. You can't, you got to keep the friendship out of it. So if you keep it strictly business focused, then make a business decision and mm-hmm. make that move what's right for you and a business mentality and everything else kind of follows. So that was a perfect way to end it at, end that because at the end of the day, it's not about the company you work for or anything else. It's about what's best for you and, you know, your family or, you know, your personal well-being moving forward. Well, I could cheers to that. Congrats, Rob. Yeah, let's cheers to that. Cheers to that. What do we got this week? <laughs> so, we, yeah, we, Eli, take it away. We got Anthony Albunio, who I work with. Uh, great guy. Great beer taste, I hope, because we're about to rate this son of a gun. Automatopia, um, from, who is this? Lost Tavern. Yeah, I see that logo. I've seen that logo three times across the wall, because I was too hammered in there a couple times. Um, it is a sour ale, again, with sour, with mango, pineapple, peach, and vanilla. I am so excited Whoa. for this. You guys are cracking fast. Big crack guy. Oh wow, that's um, it's a lot of peach. I was not expecting Ooh-wee. that much peach. That's like, hold on. That's like almost not sour at all, kind of. Really, yeah, I agree. Yeah. What do you give it? Well, hold on, I gotta, I gotta drink a, a little more, but. Yeah, it's like I get the mango. I actually taste the mango, the pineapple, the peach, and it ends with the vanilla, but no it, sour. It does, it does end with the vanilla, yeah. The most sour I can kind of get from it is it's like a faint peach ring kind of taste. Yeah, I was just going to say it tastes like candy. Yeah. Very sweet. It's like no sour at all. It, it's more sweet and citrusy than it's it like, sour. It's like thick, and then it's like not thick at the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you got for us, Frank? What's your number? Yeah, I'll start. I actually like it a lot, though. Mm. This one is definitely higher than last week. I'm going to go a 6.9, 6.9, almost touching the 7, 6.9. You almost drank half the beer there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I really like this one. I think it's like candy almost, so I won't drink a ton. You get a stomachache. Um I'm going to go a little lower, though. I'm going to say 6.7 just because it's very sweet. Yeah, I uh, I want to give it a little bonus point for the can. I would say, wow, this is actually kind of hard. I'm going to go 6.2. I'm in the opposite price is right, everybody. <laughs> I like that. Good little joke. Um, I think this is going to be my lowest rating so far, um, but I'm going with a 4.8. Oh wow! I, I just don't like wow. how, I don't like how the texture is broken up. Like I don't like how it's thin and then it gets thick at the end. It's sour to start for me, and then it gets like sweet and sugary. Um, yeah, I don't like you know I don't necessarily hate it, but if it was like one or the other, that'd be great. But like it is cool because that is kind of unique. I've never had a beer like that before, where it comes in to your mouth light and then you suck it down and it's heavy. Um, <laughs> Not used to, to, to that kind of stuff, so. I thought you were going to be like, it's a little low for me. I'm going to go with the 9.9. <laughs> I will say this. The name does not match the can. The can's cool. The can's really cool. Well, onomatopoeia, by definition, is an, a word for a sound. So they went with the, uh, the comic book, boom, pow, bam. Just like, you know, like, oh, now he wrote it. That makes sense. Yeah. Every Batman Why was I thinking onomatopoeia is like a Thanksgiving thing? <laughs> <laughs> Probably because you're Canadian. 
Oh, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> I was thinking of a cornucopia. <laughs> oh Jesus. my god. Cornaco. Frank, by the way, I started watching Succession, dude. I'm like halfway through the second season. <laughs> you have, dude. This is what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, it's that weird looking funnel basket. <laughs> all like all the veggies. mixed oh, and assorted. Why the fuck was I thinking items. about that? What know, teacher man. failed me when I was in like third grade? <laughs> That's fucked. But, but yeah, I start start watching that show. You, yeah, you it's a good you, show. You huh? were riding me for a little bit to watch that show. You do it's, like it though, right? Yeah, it's I'm, great, bro. It's I'm I'm like a week in. I've already watched like half the second season, but like I don't know. Yeah, Are there I any good it. movies out? I I know like was it Dune came out or whatever. We'll get what we'll else? get into Dune a little bit more next week, so you Dude. can you guys can watch it. Frank and I have yeah, seen it. I, um, I want to watch it this week. We won't go into it too much. It was. We'll, we'll we'll wait for that, but um, this one's been out for a little bit. Um, one of the best filmmakers, directors, producers out there, M Night Shyamalan, old, such a good movie, man. Um, because it's one of those movies where um, it's really mysterious, and you're trying to figure out what's going on the whole time, and then there's like some super messed up shit happening. Um, but like the messed up shit is like kind of like it is here on earth. Like the ends, mm, they might justify the means depends on how psychotic you are compared to me. Um, but then it makes you like question things. Um, really, really good movie. Um, I would give it a solid like 8.5. Oh, nice. Absolutely loved good it. Good twist at the end. Great twist at the okay, end. Yeah. It, and it's so, you know what I mean? Just so good and yeah, dramatic awesome. and, and really keeps you engaged the whole time you are just as soon as it starts, you're in. Yeah, perfect. And I know you've been itching to get to it, so I'll let you start. We're getting to the MLB. Sure. We're not gonna do. We're not gonna do a, a minute no, no because reports today. Yeah, no, because I, I want to talk about it. I mean, She's there's there's a World Series champion so, was crowned last so, night. So you called out Atlanta. How long ago? A few weeks ago. Few, I, well, it was that man the Brewers. Ago, yeah. It wasn't like I was riding yeah, them yeah. too I mean, hard. I mean, you had a couple options there out there, but like yeah. you still found. A good bet in a good range, you know. And they fucking did it, man. And they saved us from the Houston Astros. How, how about that? Them. How about Trash. that? That fucking oh slug, dude! By Solar yeah. Park, home run. Solaire to the Solaire system, bro. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, whenever you can hit a baseball out of an entire ballpark, like that's fucking sick. Yeah, no, that was unreal. Dude, he, did you guys see the ball? The, oh, there's, yeah, there's a huge mark on uh, it. Yeah, that mark is insane. That was such a just hanging curveball. <laughs> what in that bat, too? Dude, he had like a 13-pitch at bat, and then the Garcia just floats a slider, just leaves it low in it. Yeah, let me tell you, as like a hitter, I know all pro coaches, all high-level coaches will tell you, you always want to hit a fastball, be on time to the fastball. But when you're on time to the fastball, which he was, you could tell in the at-back because he was fighting off all the off-speed pitches. And when the pitcher finally makes a mistake and, like, doesn't leave the breaking ball out of the zone or, like, low and kind of leaves it belt high in the middle of the plate, dude, like, a pro hitter, it's a beach ball to them. And you could tell that dude was seeing a beach ball right there. They are, like, the easiest pitches to, to crank because – like the ball is dropping down, so like it's just so much easier for you to get like launch angle because it's a more natural launch angle where my swing is still level, so it's quick. But the like the ball itself from its break is giving me a launch angle, and it, oh my gosh, yeah. dude, like and that was so cool. 
I'm just more happy that like the Astros lost. I'm happy about free tacos. Dude, oh free my tacos. god, yo, Ozzy Albies <laughs> for the win. That's, That's tomorrow, clutch. November fourth. Hitting that. November fourth, everybody. You, we'll, we don't come out till Friday, but um, we'll tweet it out. Go get your free tacos. Don't we have a birthday this? Got week? you right now. We do have a birthday this week. Whose birthday? Eli's birthday. Oh, on Friday. Yeah. Ooh. Well, by the time you guys are listening to this, happy birthday, Eli. Hey, there, right. there you go. There you go, man. How's it feel? Feels good to get an episode <laughs> for my birthday. <laughs> Tune in, 7 a.m. <laughs> uh, another MLB piece before we move on. Peace out. Buster Posey, he's expected to uh, announce his retirement, I saw. Yeah, how about it? Couldn't even outlast Yachty. Not the best catcher. That's kind of crazy. I mean, I do see why catchers' careers are a lot shorter than just like regular position player because you know the knees and everything that makes sense but what a player man i mean he bursting on the scene three-time world series champion uh rookie of the year mvp great career led the giants to 107 win season this year jared first battle hall of famer or uh has to be probably i think it's just a postseason career itself you don't even have to look at his regular season stats it's just they won three world series the way that he managed the pitching staff when you know just in all of those playoff runs and his work with Bochi, um, great player. I, I, I got to be honest with you, though. When I was a kid, I kind of hated him when he, like, you know, we never want to see anyone get hurt. But, like, when he got his leg broken and then they took out the collision rule, I was kind of pissed, man, because it's just like now, you know, I've played in games or there's situations and, like, dude, you know what I mean? You're playing a sport. You want to score the run. And when the catcher's in the way and the ball's not there and you hit him and then you're out because they're there, it's just like, why? So kind of kind of fuck him for that. But other than, <laughs> other than that, like, like you're, he was a legend, dude, no doubt about it. I don't know about you guys, but my ESPN's been blowing up with notifications lately. You guys want to talk about that? A lot of NFL well, stuff, oh, man. right? I mean, start, I mean, we'll start off something simple. Aaron Rodgers is not vaccinated, and he's supposedly not going to be playing, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, he's missing. That's actually pretty big. Um, yeah. Fade, yeah. Fade the Packers, dude. I, I'm going to have to bet Jordan Love this weekend. There's no way that the Kansas City Chiefs should be seven-and-a-half-point yeah. favorites against I'm, anyone right now. Yeah. I mean, they barely beat the shitty Giants. Yeah. I mean, you got that. Derrick Henry's out for the year. Eli, your fantasy team. <sighs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of pain going through the NFL. Yeah. Jameis Winston just oh, MCL yeah, ACL. Out. I couldn't stop watching that video of him dancing. <laughs> yeah, after that. So and the crushes. On it, hear me out. Hear me out. Fantasy points for that, dude. Come on, like that's more impressive than a ten yard throw. He should have gotten some fantasy points. Um, I do want to talk about the Giants real quick because they continue to be the bane of my existence, and I hate them. Joe Judge blamed his loss on the headsets. What? He said that through eight weeks of the NFL season, his headsets wouldn't work. And that's the reason for his bonehead coaching mistakes. Are you kidding me, dude? If you're going to be bad on up to it, don't be bad and make excuses. You just look terrible, and I hate you, and I hate John Mara, and I hate Dave Gettleman, and I hate my life. Dude, Who it, else has something? Honestly, it sucks getting. Sorry, it sucks getting no, that please, close. Take it away. It sucks take. getting that close to like a win against a former Super Bowl champion, mind you. Like the Chiefs are are looking iffy this year, but to get that so close to beating them, 
even then, like, I think the Chiefs allow, like, 25-something points per game, and the Giants only get 17. So even that's terrible. We can't even... I don't know. I mean, like, realistically speaking, when's the last time the Giants made one good call? Is it really that big of a change if they just can't hear the bad calls coming from the sideline? Yeah, it's all. You probably don't even want the headsets working when you have Jason Garrett calling plays. Yeah, that's true, too. (laughs) There's some bad culture over there in the Giants. Speaking of bad, what do we, do you guys think that the Lions are going to win a game this year? Because I'm looking at DraftKings right now. And for them to go 0 and 17 is plus 450. For them to win one plus game is minus 650. I'm looking at the remaining schedule because I don't understand the minus 650. They have um here's here's the remaining schedule. So um first they have a bye this week, then they play the Steelers on the 14th, the Browns on the 21st, the Bears on the 25th, Vikings, Broncos, Cardinals, Falcons, Seahawks, Packers. Where's maybe the Falcons, but where is a win? There? I think I think the Browns on Thanksgiving Day, maybe because crazy shit can happen on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, yeah, but won't like Chubb's gonna be like kind of feeling better by that time. You know what I mean? Wait, did I say the Browns? I meant the Bears. Sorry. Yeah, I don't even know what yeah, I said. Dude, the Bears I, on I feel, Thanksgiving like Day is what I meant to say because crazy shit could happen. So Bears that's are, what I Bears think. are like a 50-50 right there, and I feel like there's always one like you. Going 0 and 17 is very hard. If they go oh if if they if they do that, that would be the first time they or the second time they go defeated in like 10 years, that's bad. So do we bet that and then and then on Thanksgiving we we bet the Lions and then when they play the Falcons, we bet them again? Because I think th- those are the only two and I, honestly, Frank, I'm kind of not really with you on that one, but we'll I'll look into that when we get there. I see the Falcons. I think that's the only one. Um, maybe if Geno's, if Russell's not healthy with the Seahawks, but I don't think so. Like, you know, Geno Smith just ran out the Jaguars and they're better than the Lions. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they I, definitely plus 650, could. man, plus 650. Are you kidding me right now? And then, okay, wh- whatever. We run in that situation. What are you going to get Lions on a money line versus the Bears? Plus, uh, plus at least 230. Where, wait, where's that game at? It's in Detroit. They're always at home on Thanksgiving. Yeah, so I feel like the Bears won't be too big of a favorite. Can we end that tradition too? No, what, no one wants to watch the Lions on Thanksgiving. That's when I go out in the backyard and play football with my cousins during that like three hours because I, no one wants to watch that. Washington, filth. Washington is always getting stomped out on Thanksgiving, dude. I can't even have a quiet meal anymore. There's no peace in my life. Yeah, that sucks, man. Talk. What else sucks is the refs, dude. Oh my I feel God, like dude, it never ends. They screw me out of every bet every week, I'm, I'm, or I just make bad bets. I don't know. I'm finding that like almost some drives that these teams are playing, half of them are just penalties every single play. It's, a ref like, show, it's not man. fun. It it's not fun, dude. It's, it's awful. Saying a ref sucks is almost like a compliment for the performance that they give every Sunday, <laughs> Monday, and Thursday, dude. That's so true. Yeah, like what's worse right now? The 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 UN getting called out by Elon Musk or the officiating in the NFL, both <laughs> incompetent and oh, no. un- dude, unable to perform. The refs talk too much. The UN doesn't talk enough, dude. He can't win. <laughs> it's terrible all around. I mean, can, I, I, the Bengals game must have been the trap of the century because what the hell? And then on top of that, how how is that? How is that an unnecessary roughness call when he gets hit? By the the offensive lineman getting the block, which makes him kind of kind of lower his helmet, but he was really going for the legs. The, the Jets player is the one that lowered his helmet, yeah, well, which he initiated didn't. the hit, and they and they banged the Bengals for it, and that was what. Oh my gosh, dude! dude. They, I saw someone on Twitter found the exact same play 
happened earlier in the game and they didn't call anything. So it's like, what the fuck, dude? It's like, so how are you bad. gonna have these offensive guys lowering their own helmet, initiating the contact, but then defensive player gets called for Vegas helmet to helmet and unnecessary reference, whatever? Like, it's Vegas. It's, it's dude. Vegas, dude. It's the books. Yeah. I mean, yo, think about there was so many Bengals cards out on survivors and then teasers. Like, they oh, were yeah. huge I had legs the on teasers. Survivor. Yeah, that sucked, yeah, dude. Sorry, sucked. man. Welcome to the club. It hurts, dude. Yeah. So in the end, it doesn't even matter. It really does. Whether dude. you whether you lose week one or week seven. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's all <laughs> um, pain all around. You know, it does matter about what week you lose, baby. Fantasy football, <laughs> and I know Jared. I I hate this. I really do because I'm not gonna lie. I had a <laughs> dominant dominant hold on this league, and my guys are falling left and right. Henry's a little too quick on his feet, throwing me down. Jared moved up to seven and one in the top Sheesh. of the East with uh, Sags right behind him, and then we got Tom on the top of the West with Frank right behind him. So I feel like we needed that little update. But to go into our last week, boys had a good time as always. I'm gonna start myself because I'm running it, and then I'm at the top with a loss because I can't seem to get it done the past two weeks. Two loss streak after starting five and one. You hate to see it, but it does happen. Someone who hasn't really had much luck, Stefan, 147 points against Jared. Still lost with Jared, 153. Really putting the numbers up right now. Stefan, I feel for you, bud, because I lost two weeks ago. I was talking a lot of trash, but now we're sitting right next to each other. So I got Tristan beating your boy Juice. I feel like I talk about Ruben all the time for all the wrong reasons because he's one of the, my favorite people, but I cannot give him any credit in this league. It's just against my moral code. You had Ralph going against Stick It and Cider, and I just at I when I look at Nick's record and then see him beat you, I just it makes me feel kind of weird. I wish you had a microphone and could give me a reason that doesn't exist. But Nick, F shout out Philly, on the win. Philly pulled Jalen Hurts, and that was his quarterback. <laughs> Philly sucks. Anyway, Frankie beat Sags. Shout out to that. Sags had an 81. My man came through with a B minus, borderline C plus, depending on what school you go to. And Frank <laughs> beat out the fever that he felt on Halloween with 100.36. Lastly, Connor, 138 to beat Will, two and six. My man Will, we need to have a conversation as well outside of this. <laughs> outside of your record, we're going to find out. But I do want to toss out the little gem in my life that makes me oh so happy, like when the Burger King Nuggets showed up the other day for Jared and then ruined his week. I played against Connor, and I want to know if you guys have ever seen this before. I played against Connor in our other league. He beat me by 1.8. Sunday night, we're all done. I go to bed. I'm sad. I lost Derrick Henry. I lost to Connor. I lost everything I love. I woke up the next day, and I won. All of our <laughs> players were done. There was a stat correction I got for three points that swung it from down 1.8 to up 1.2. Connor told so many people that we work with, and guess who filled them in, baby? <laughs> I don't even think of 500 Dude, poor, in that league, though. Poor Connor. Like, he got locked out during the draft, got auto-picked the whole time, couldn't get he's in doing for well three now, weeks. Yeah, dude, he's fucking killing it. He had... Whatever. Well, just but know that I'm putting Connor down on, in the other league, on, so I got some face. Just unfortunate, because he was out of that league, too, for the draft as well, right? He's yeah, a giant yeah, yeah, had it out poor, for him. You poor know? guy. <laughs> poor guy. Ugh. Oh, man. He, yeah, I've, I've been trying to figure out what Connor did. Till that it's like ESPN locked him out of fantasy, because it honestly kind of scary. I've known him for about eight months now. And, you know, like, so, like, I know him pretty well. He's our neighbor. He's our friend. But, like, I don't know him that well. And it has me nervous. But, but ESPN me, does. Let me say something to you right now, Connor. You might have done well. 
but you're going to get fucked up this Sunday, and you know oh, that. Oh, are you playing him? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, I got Michael Pittman, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel, Amari Cooper. I got too many receivers. Wait, to can we with. do something? So you're confident, right? I'll Big throw facts. five on Connor. All right. I, want, I don't even want to do that. Can you promise that if you lose, I can just post a mug shot of you on the Lunch Beers Twitter <laughs> account? That's fine with me. With the final score? That's fine Mug with me. shot. That's I'm fine. talking mug shot, like Justin Bieber mug shot. Yeah, I'll get like super wasted so you can take a picture of me hung over the next day just looking terrible. Perfect. Love it, love it. And with that, we are moving on to Locks of the Week. I will start. Nine and six is my record. Don't stop me now. I might get hot. Coming off two wins last week. Packers plus six and a half, and Astros a score first. That was plus money. This week, it I I hate playing these because I know the Chargers are going to be probably big public. You know, the public's probably going to be all over the Chargers because the Eagles suck. It's in Lincoln Financial. Kind of scared about that, but I'm taking the Chargers minus one and a half. They should beat the dog shit out of this Philadelphia Eagles team. This Eagles team is bad. I know they just put up 40 against the Lions, but they're the Lions. We just talked about how they might go defeated again for the second time in a 10-year span. The Chargers minus one and a half is my episode lock of the week. All right. Uh, so I'm coming in. I'm four and one right now, I think. Was I? Am I? Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I am four and one because I talk mad shit on uh, Carson Wentz and the Titans one. So shout out to that. Uh, I'm taking Falcons plus six against the Saints. So it's forty two percent of the bets are on the Falcons, but ninety eight percent of the money. Um, obviously, James Winston got hurt, so they're hurting in the quarterback range. I think Taysom Hill's coming back, but I don't have a lot of confidence in him based off the opinions of the people in the room right now. That's what I'm going with. Whoa, Nikki Sharps. Yeah, so a little bit different on my end. My lock I tweeted out is actually currently playing, which I don't know has ever happened, and it's currently losing. But I got the Bulls money line against the Sixers. It's a letdown spot. You get two teams coming off a double-digit win. The home team is always inflated. Read some great articles, found some good stats. I personally took a Bulls money line and a Levine over three and a half assists just for a little fun. But my lock of the night is the Bulls money line against the Sixers. Get some value. Love value. Thought it had some value last week with uh, the Bengals teased down to three and a half because I got them early in the week and with the Packers up with a nice easy cover of 12 and a half on the teaser. But, you know, we talked about that call. Uh, Joe Burrow also absolutely choked and it just makes me even more mad because the Bengals beat my Ravens the week before. So now I'm even more mad at the Ravens for losing the Bengals when they lost to the Jets. My Lord, that hurt. And then I had Cowboys and Vikings over 55 as well. And I gave that up before I knew Dak wasn't going to play. Um, I I opted out, but I gave it to everybody. Still a loser. Sorry. Um, a lot of pain there. Um, so I'm coming back with two again this week. We're going to go one in college, one in the NFL. Going to go Memphis plus four and a half against SMU. Um, home dogs in college. Love them. Always love them. Got to have them. And then... Um, I just think some of these spreads are too big this week. Gotta love the teasers. Um, Broncos plus 15, Vikings plus 12, minus 120. Um, think both those games are going to be a lot closer than people think. And then shout out to the boys on the pod. We are 29 and 18 as a squad. That's right. 11 games over 500. Fuck with us. Hell yeah. Don't fade us. Follow us. Let's have some fun. Before we wrap up, though, one last thing. Eli, Artist of the Week. Yeah, this week we're going to go 
Dell Water Gap, Delaware Water Gap, but it's just Dell Water Gap on Apple. Got a nice recommendation. Shout out Cami. Always sending some good music. If anybody else wants to send some music you think's worth listening to, I will listen to it all. I can't sleep at night. Too many demons. So send in whatever you think is dope. I want to share it with everybody, but give them a listen. They're going to be awesome. They're going to, you know, they're going to help your day. It's just that simple. And with that being said, www.lunchbeerspodcast.com. Oh, yeah, that was sensual, man. I loved it. It's a lot of cut turns on. <laughs> Illegitimate amount of W's in this room. <laughs>